Welcome to Hello Easton, PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiva Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Mark Nutting. In today's episode, we'll be talking with the owners of Skeggy's Axe House. And uh, since there are so many owners involved, I'm only going to be talking with Chuck Makatura and Bob Shupp. And welcome, guys. Thank Thanks. you. So Skeggy's Axe House. Sure. You've been here four years now? Yeah. Just about four years. Coming four April. Years, yeah, I remember April you guys 1st. opened. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, and, and I'm looking around the space, and, you know, when you we first... When you, I first was in here, it was, you know, you had the, the lane set up and there was just a lot of open space and you're kind of going, I'm not really sure what you're doing. The place is packed. You've got, you've like got a lot going on here. But tell me about Skeggies. What is Skeggies? You know, if we're talking to the, the audience, uh, what should they expect at Skeggies? What is it? Well, first and foremost, expect to have fun. Actually, a chucking good time. A chucking good time. Chucking good That's time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You know, so, we'll, so we get those things going on. We'll have to ask who the pun smith <laughs> is here. But I don't go know. ahead. I think it might, both yeah. me and Chuck and I are pretty good at that. Oh, okay. Um, you know, we'll we'll both comment on this, but I, I think first and foremost, what we feel separates Skeggies from a lot of other axe houses, um, and the reason that we did this on our own as opposed to. Uh, franchising with somebody mm -hmm. or something like that was, um, you know, we're, we want people to come in here and enjoy themselves. It's, it's a friendly atmosphere. It's a fun atmosphere. It's a family atmosphere. Um, you know, you know, it's, it's something where when you come in and you see our space and how it's open in the middle and there's no walls that divide everybody. And, you're, you're kind of in it together, right? Yeah, when you're yeah. here and you're throwing, you're meeting new people, you're talking to new people, you're in this space and, and it's just something that's, I wanna say like comforting, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. people really enjoy. Yeah, I think another thing is like, we, we want people just to uh, casually just kind of, you know, relax, you know, put your shoulders down and, and just have a good time. I think socially, that's the big thing we try to hit on is that, yeah, you're, you might be coming here, you might have a reservation to throw for, you know, an hour or two, but we want you to stay. We want you to hang out. We have other games that they can come out and, and play, talk to people. We try to have events, you know, you know, bi-weekly, monthly. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that, that I interviewed uh, Babs and Mick at Punch-Out Games, and one of the, the things that they were happy to be, you know, bring to downtown was the aspect of some place to go where you can do something and yeah. not just hang out at a restaurant yeah. and hang out at a bar. So, I mean, you can actually be active and be doing things and enjoying yeah. enjoying each other, you know, the company. That was you know, literally our reasoning. Well, one of our reasonings for coming to Easton was, you know, it was a huge up and coming area, but also, you know, look, Easton is um, fantastic and, and and I think well known for their restaurants and, and um, you know, you know, their shops and things like that. But really, and I do agree with them. You know, what What else, what is there to do in right. Easton besides yeah. that? You know, when you come here, it's such a beautiful town. The, the The city has done such a good job in the circle. And I know a bunch of organizations lighting everything up. And I mean, it really is nice. There's so many great comments about the city, but we want people to stay here. Right. We want yeah. them to come down yeah. and enjoy the city and be, you know, be part of it and, and recognize everything that's around. Well, 
you know, so this is just one added thing that they can do. Yeah. You have yeah. a state theater. I mean, there's a lot, but like, that's not, you know, they're not drawing in a crowd every day you right. know, or every sure. weekend. Um, and if they do, it might be a very specific crowd for a specific event. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the Crayola factory too. That's always, that's a huge draw, but that, you know, same thing. Like at, at 10 o'clock at night, you know, we're not taking eight year old kids to the Crayola factory. <laughs> so right. yeah. uh, what do you do other than go to the bars? And I think there was a, a problem. There was a demand that we saw too, is that, you know, in the middle of the winter time, if you try to walk into one of these bars, they're packed. You yeah. can't get a seat. Yeah. And if you have a group of, let's say more than four, good luck finding a place to go and hang out with your right. friends. Uh, so when we had this space, we kind of stepped in it pretty good, but I mean, we have over 5,000 square feet just in this one spot we're sitting now. Yeah, um, We can accommodate a lot of people. We have a lot of seats and we just built this big bar last year, so. Right. Yeah. Which would be the booze eye bar. Yeah. No so, pun intended. Well, pun intended. Yeah, no, yeah. booze eye bar. You guys, every, no pun, every intended, pun is but intended. We knew exactly what we were doing. Yes, exactly. So who, <laughs> you, you said, who's, whose idea was that? Uh, that was Kate's. Katie, yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, tell, me, tell me about the family aspect of this. So you guys are all, you know, yeah, this so is a family uh, affair. No, absolutely. And it's funny. This is one question we get asked a lot. Okay. Everybody wants to know how'd you start? How'd you come up with the name? Okay, yeah. those are the two questions we get asked the most. Um, how was I get a question for you later that, okay. that I get asked all the time about you. But, okay. But go right. ahead. So here, here's how it started was um, we were literally at my daughter's like birthday, seventh birthday, seventh birthday party at Kara at and I's house. And, um, you know, having a couple of drinks. And it was Chuck, Katie, Kara, uh, and I. And, uh, you know, we had thought about doing something business-wise, you know, and... Um, we're like, we should open an axe house, right? An axe house would be awesome. So we threw a, a, a sheet of paper up on the wall mm -hmm. and just started drawing and talking. And I think the design was designed that night, our logo. Yeah. Like this is literally how this went. And then Ryan, we called Ryan. Um, so Ryan at the time was my business partner. I used right. to own a gym. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was like, well, I can't just start something else without well, no and plus he's a, he's a great guy great partner you know he, he, and, and it's awesome so um yeah, but we, I we, we made that call we called house. him and he was like i'm in he literally said yeah let's do it that was that so that, that was it yeah. and it it just started that night uh the concept uh chuck quickly fairly quickly found this space which was the old senior center or something yeah I don't it even was remember really was we did a lot of work in here yeah um but uh and then the name we you know we were trying to come up with something that I don't know, was say men axe throwing, but also was wasn't catchy, right? Yeah, it wasn't too like like chippers or woodchucks or we weren't looking for something like that. Well, my sister-in-law, Katie, just happened to be looking online. And uh so the Vikings actually call uh, an axe, the beard of the axe, which is the bottom, the skegox. Yeah, it means bearded axe. S-K-E-G-G-O-X. Yeah. So we just shortened it to Skeggies. Oh, okay. And there we go. There's the name. Skeggies great. was born. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know what? It's, uh, what's you you mentioned it, and uh, you know, for, for the listeners, I send out a, a preliminary questions uh, thing, so I have an idea where to go with this interview. And one of the things you mentioned um, was is that you you jumped in this, and you were just illustrating that point, Bob. Was that you guys really had no idea how to do this? You're yeah. just like throwing it together. It was actually hilarious because we we none of us had an idea. First of all, we didn't know how to run a business like this. We were just like, oh, it'll be easy. It'll be fine. And I think that's kind of how we do everything is we shoot from the hip. <laughs> yeah. But I think between the five of us, we all figure out how to make it work. Right. But so when we were building this place, 
we kind of came up with a general plan. Like we laid it out in CAD. Ryan knows how to draw in CAD because he's yep. an engineer. So he drew it all out for us. And it was hilarious because like even our original setup was awful. Remember this corner? We had this corner over here and people were like on top of people. So we had to take out extra lanes. But right. I remember the day we built our first target. We're like, all right, we got our first target on the wall. Let's throw an axe. None of us could get it in target. We had no idea what we were doing. We're like, <laughs> it's oh, not we, a lie. We it's all really looked at each other like, well, we're yeah. we're way past the turnaround point on this. Like, we're we're committed. We got to figure out how to do this. Yeah. But like, we made so many, I think, humble mistakes in the beginning. Yeah. Which was actually kind of cool. Like, we we weren't a franchise. We didn't have any standard of operations sheet, you know, to go by. We had to figure out what kind of wood we're going to go with. We changed wood several times. We figured out. You know, the layout of this place has moved several times. Mm -hmm. um, the furniture in here has changed several times. You know, we've changed things so much more, but every time we change it, we dial it in a little bit closer to what we like to see. Sure. Yeah. And I think we have the freedom, the agility to do that because we're a small business. We're not owned by anybody. Yeah. It's just us knuckleheads trying right. to figure it out. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, got, a, I got a comment uh, on your ability to just jump in and do that. You know, it is... I actually just gave a presentation on overcoming imposter syndrome. Yeah. And a lot of people who, who were in, particularly entrepreneurs, who are stepping into something where they're not 100% sure, really, you know, don't know how to deal with that. And you guys are just full force straight ahead. Go ahead. We'll make the mistakes. We'll, we'll correct them. We'll get better. And, yeah. and I, I applaud you for that. That's That's just... Such a cool place to be. Well, thank yeah. you, because i got to be honest with you. We swing and miss. In, the, be no in the beginning, no. you know, there yeah. was a lot of, uh, you know, and I'm sure with most people who probably are the first people opening up their first small business as we, while well, I was, and, and you know, it's there, it's scary. There's a lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of, you know, we maybe we should have done this or should have done that, whatever. Um, you know, but I, I, one of the great things about the five of us is – we're all supportive of each other. Right, you have your built-in support group. And I will tell yeah. you, every person of the five of us has their niche yeah. of our business, of what they're, we all help each other, yeah. but we're all of us mm -hmm. are pretty good at doing certain things, and it couldn't have worked out any better. I, I mean, we truly are blessed that it just happened that way. We have a great dynamic. Like, everybody can also, like, we're very good with feedback. Like, I could tell Bob, he sucks at something, or he could tell me I suck at something. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, we're also really good at just, like, taking that and then, like, all right, maybe that didn't work. Like, no one's too stubborn in their way. Right. Like, we've right. all, I think we've all compromised on what we thought was the right thing to do at one point. Yeah, sure. And then switched over to what the group consensus would And be. it's funny because the, as much as sometimes it's hard to swallow that and be like, you know what, I really think I hit a home run here and you're telling me it's yeah. not. And then we switch to the other thing and it is the actual home run and we just laugh because we're like, I guess that's why we're a group. Sure. Right. You know what I sure. mean? Because, yeah. you know, we're not one person saying, well, this is how I'm doing it because this is my way. Right. And, yeah, yeah. It works pretty good for us. Yeah. Well, so so you, you said you all had your roles, you know, mm -hmm. and your superpowers. So you, you actually had written, we all have our own superpower uh, at Skaggies. So who's, who has what superpower in, I the, can, in the group? Yeah, I can see through walls. Well, there no, you go. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so not sure how I, that applies here, but okay. So, so I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's funny because like we all, it, it matches our personalities too, you know? Because uh, I have a sales background. So for me, like, you know, sales, working with the marketing, all the social media stuff, I do that. The t-shirts the up there, to, you know, those are our walking billboards, we call them. Sure. Um, working a little bit more with, uh, you know, other vendors and, and companies somewhat to kind of collaborate on certain ideas. Yeah. You know, it kind of falls under me. Um, 
you know, Bob does a little bit more of like he's like our politician. We call him. <laughs> okay, he I likes, do a lot of the city stuff. He likes to rub elbows. And, yeah, and you know our insurances, our yeah. our things like that. I also do a lot of videos with Chuck. You usually see it's it's Chuck and I in the. Videos. Oh, we're definitely right. the we're definitely the funny. People. We are definitely the the There's clowns no of the group. And, and the wives have you know he, would, would agree they with have, that. Yes, a they were introverted. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ryan is uh, is definitely a, a numbers guy. Yeah. Is Ryan okay. is our numbers guy, right? He yeah. does our finances, all that kind of stuff. Um, make sure all that's taken care of. Uh, Katie is our kind of back end. All our uh, systems of how people are booked and like Bookio and Square and all that. She yeah. does all that stuff. And then Kara uh, does all of our like alcohol ordering, making sure th things through the LCB are up to par, um, like all that kind of end of it. And it's funny because all of it is equally as important because without any of it, it doesn't work. Sure. And um, I got to be honest with you, without the five of us, I think yeah. we would struggle in other areas. Balance oh, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, we exactly. really, like I said, we really got lucky with just how Covering like, the everybody's niche is, is yeah. what we needed. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. and, and that, I mean, that's like, I couldn't do social media if you paid me. Yeah. You know, you just heard me. We were joking off off mic before, and I said, "What did I call it? Twit Snap or whatever it is." <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. You know, now Chuck is just you know on that. You know, so he he's so good at editing our videos and doing our videos, and you know, I'm just you know he tells me how to act, and and that's what we do. And we got we got two clowns, two nerds, and one like mother figure. Okay. That's kind of our <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Uh, do you like? Do you actually have like formal business meetings between the five of you? Yeah, or you every week. Down? We oh, meet do every week. week. Mm -hmm. Super. Yeah, yeah that's week. great. Yeah, absolutely. Still keeping things on track. Well, like you know, again, we and, also because we have, we have a uh, a manager, a general manager here, and we also have our our bartender. So like once a week, we meet with them just to kind of get everything you know set for the week. You know what happened last week? What's going forward? Mm -hmm. What do we need to prepare for going forward? So every week we have a meeting, and um, then we meet also the next day. Yeah. As right. owners. Yeah. You know, and I think it's important. It, like one of the things I will say, um, you know, I don't know if there's, again, people listening that think about maybe opening a business or whatever. Uh, one of the biggest things Chuck brought up before was being able to talk to partners about truthfully. Right. Yeah. And, and number two is make sure you meet a lot because communication is key. It, yeah. it yeah. definitely keeps things with us from if something is veering off where it, it keeps it from getting out of control, where right. now you can't yeah. not fix it. Right. You know, we're like, oh, okay, I didn't even see that. And Chuck may be, hey, Bob, you know, I was looking at this, or, and I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. Yes, let's turn that this way. Or, you know, so we, like I said, yeah, we definitely, we meet every week. And that's that's just our scheduled meeting. We talk uh, daily. Right. I mean, it's yeah. it's daily, you know. You know, uh, the, it was, I was talking to Precision Laser, uh, and they, you know, they're sisters. You know, it's a family, it's another family business, you know, downtown here. And uh, they, they say as working together, they've actually become closer too. Now, do you find that to be true? You know, they even working? Sure. Well, well yeah. I think it's funny. Closer like, to Ryan, but I don't know if I ever could be closer to Chuck than I was yeah. when I, since I've so, met him. Me and him we were go pretty close. Because yeah. like every year we go down to Florida for our, our family lives down there. So we'll, we'll go down and visit. And it's funny because sometimes like the girls just want to shut off the brain. So we'll be yeah. sitting on the beach yeah. and we're drinking beers, we're hanging out, and the girl's like, if you mention Skeggies one more time, and we'll be sitting there thinking of dumb ideas for videos. We have to walk away <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. how about yeah. this new business plan? How about this? How about that? Yeah. And the girl's no, like, but, I swear to God. Um, so Kara and Katie are sisters. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I mean, closeness in our family, it's interesting because it never was an issue. Like, like we, I don't know that we could ever been close. We're always at every holiday we're together. Every, yeah. we're at each other's houses all the time. You know, my niece and nephew, we're at their sporting events. They're at our daughter's sporting events. Like it is just, mm-hmm. our family's just always been close. Now, Ryan, we I will Ryan. say I've become closer. You adopted him. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I knew Ryan when we first started. Um, I would say he was a friend, but I wasn't, you know, extremely close to them. But now, yes, we all have kind of right, become right. like, he's like our adopted child. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> Ryan for like 10 years. Yeah. 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 So, and then. You said he was your business partner with the, the CrossFit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's owned a CrossFit gym yep. over in Phillipsburg, and he was my, my business partner in that. And uh, then we all decided, you know what, let's open up Skaggies and get fat. So that worked out good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> this, this was Getting a... Fat, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so kicking back a little bit, I heard, you know, you you had the gym, but that wasn't that long ago. I yeah. mean, you were, you were in, just before you opened this, you still had the, the gym. Yeah. And uh, engineer? No, that's Ryan. Ryan's, Ryan's the, the engineer. engineer. Yes. What, what was your job before? Police? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I did remember. Um, so where was that? Uh, Hellertown. Okay. Yep. So with the, you know, your, let's talk career progression. When you, when your first career job, not just like a job because I'm growing up and I'm taking a job, but the first dip into the, you know, a career was what? Was it the police? Police. Yeah. Okay. Since I was 25. Yeah. So, so how long did you do that? 20, over 22 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And before the CrossFit, what did you do? Um, I actually, well, simultaneously had a job working for a large manufacturer yeah. in sales. In sales, yeah. right. You did say sales, right? Yeah. Okay. Just getting that, yeah. that background with that. Yep. Uh, finding that, okay, how does it end up being, okay, where we own an a axe-chucking <laughs> place? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I don't even know how it, I'm not sure how. Yeah, to, I like, really am not sure. I none think, of us actually thought this was going to be as big as it was. Yeah. You know, we're like, oh, it'd just be fun to do. And, you know, we, we found the space we wanted. We... We didn't want to throw an enormous amount of money towards it because we're like, you know, obviously it's a risk. But we made it a flavor of us. If you look around, you know, um, we had a friend that owned a pallet company, and oh he, yeah, yeah. So he had he actually throws away these pieces of boards, right? So and he pays to throw them away. So we're like, yeah. oh, we'll take them. We'll just use that as our siding. Yeah. You know? So we really did this place on a budget, um, and it just kept growing and growing. People liked it. One of the things I want to mention is, you know, as, as you come in here and look around, all the lanes you have are named, you know, for Easton streets. Yeah. We got Bushkill Drive, Larry Holmes Drive, Spruce Street, Northampton, Spring yeah. Garden, all that. You know, all the different lanes are named, so that's kind of fun. You well, know, I got a quick oh, funny story about this. <laughs> Do you so, notice they have numbers next to them now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So back in the day, we started like, hey, you know, let's really try to incorporate Easton into our place. So we said, you know, let's name the lanes after streets. Well, we did that. So when people would book online, it would say the name of the streets. I shit you they would, not. Oh, can't say that. Oh. No, it's right. they would. That's call, right. no, that's yeah. right. They would call us. From I'm on I'm on I'm on Larry Street. Holmes Drive. I can't find your place. I'm on Cattell Street. Oh I'm God. on Pine Street. And We're it's like, not like it happened once or twice. <laughs> no, no, like this was a lot. <laughs> right, right. I got it. So then we had to change online. It just says the lane number. Right. But here, okay. when you come here. It says the street. That's funny. <laughs> it okay. was pretty funny. One of those learning curves. Another yeah. learning curve. Oh. And if anybody's looking to start a business, just assume the average person isn't going to understand. Just always make it easier for people to understand. Right. Yeah. Uh, so as I look around too, besides besides that, uh, 
Skaggy's Axe House Wall Bar. You know, yeah, what, wall. I mean, besides besides the Bouze Bar over over on this one mm-hmm. side, on the opposite side, we have a, a tap on the wall. Yep, yep. Or taps on the wall. Yeah. Tell me about that. So, uh, you know, one of the things we, it's so funny because we weren't even going to get a liquor license. Like, nah, we don't want to bother with that. Nah. I know you had uh, the wire bar for a while. It was a yeah. wire bar came in. And then during the pandemic, you know, we were looking to do something. I don't even know. We just <clears> were throwing away a lot of beer bottles. I'm like, you know, that, that could be ours. Why, why don't we look forward to it? And so we did. But we didn't want to have a bar. We're like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have a bar. It's just going to be beer. But we're thinking about, you know, if you're here for an hour or two hours, the last thing you want to do is wait in line to get a beer, you know, walk away from your lane, take time away from that. So uh, we found this company called Pour My Beer, and it's a self-serving beer wall. So the way it works is that, you know, you surrender your um, your debit card, credit card, and we give you like a key card, and you can go up to that wall, and you can tap the beer, find out what it is, read information about it, you can sample it, um, and you pay per ounce of yeah. whatever you want. And then yeah. when you leave, you just close out your tab. Yeah. Uh, so it works out great because there's no waiting in line. Yeah. You know, you pour your own beer. Um, there's no, uh, you know, bottles and mess. You know, we, we keep everything in the fridge right behind it. It hooks right up into the taps. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah, we've had a lot of positive feedback on it for multiple reasons. I've never seen one before. So that's... Well, we, <laughs> there was only, we're the second one in Pennsylvania. The first one really? is actually down in, I think it's West, West Chester. Westchester, yeah. Westchester. We actually visited it. Um, but what, you know, some of the positive feedback things we get on it is not just being able, you don't have to wait in line, was like my wife may drink a beer slower than me. So yeah. I could pour a 16 ounce beer where she may only pour half so it stays cold. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then she can go pour another half. You only pay by the ounce. So rather right. than having to buy a whole beer, open it up, it gets warm. And other people who want to try the beer selection we have, because we have a lot of different beers up there. Yeah. And they're like, I love being able to pour one ounce, try it and say, oh, I don't like that. Or, oh, wow, I love that. As opposed to having to buy a whole sure. beer. Now you have a beer you hate and you got to drink the whole thing. That's neat. Yeah. So it's, it's in more ways than one, it's become like really a, a great thing. We get a lot of positive feedback on it. Two things. Let me think. Let me think the first one was uh, one, one initially, like, I was talking about the question that I get for you guys all the time is, we're throwing axes, and how, how do you? How does your insurance cover you throwing axes and drinking at the same time? You don't so, need insurance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'll handle that. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's the question right. I get asked all okay, the time. So, how can they possibly so we, do that? So we run, you know, as fun as it is here, um, we run a pretty tight ship with everything. Mm-hmm. So how it works is uh, um, when you come through the door, okay, we automatically check everybody's ID. It's a matter of age, okay? Yeah. Um, if you are under 21, you get certain stamps or, or bands, things like that. Um, so when you go to your lane, our lanes have what we have, we call them our chucker instructors. So they're the instructors that are going to instruct you on how to throw an axe, okay? Everybody in this building, owners, chucker instructors, bartenders, our door person is ramp certified through the state, okay? Which means that they are certified to detect individuals who are under the influence of alcohol where they shouldn't be throwing an axe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we also have, if you, when you come up to our bar, if you want to get another drink, if you choose to go that route, obviously our bartenders look at you. If we feel you're too intoxicated, we say, hey, look, you know, it, it's, and we've had it happen. We're like, sure. hey, and people are usually very good about it. And they're sure. like, yeah, I get it. I am pretty drunk to throw an axe. Um, and as far as the pour my beer wall goes, 
When you register that card, it only lasts for, I believe it's an hour or 40 minutes, something like that. So once that card clicks off, yeah. you have to walk back up to the bar and say to the bartender, can you re-verify uh, like my yeah. card? Right. So they look at you they and they you. say, are you too drunk? Are you can not? You re re yeah. right now. And, and like I said, um, honestly, the thing is, too, is you're here for an hour, two hours. You know, we're not a shot in a beer. Yep. Like, you know, people yeah. aren't sitting yeah. here just slamming shots. And it, it's more of, you know, people are coming in. You know, we have a beautiful bourbon selection, which I know you saw, Mark. Yeah, I, um, I saw and appreciated. Um, you know, and we do have a lot of different beers and, and um, drink specials all the time and martinis. And yeah. So it, it becomes, it's more of a fun atmosphere than it is of a local bar of let's get hammered. Right. And sure. honestly... Our last booking is at 1045. Those doors close at 1145. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing good happens after midnight with axes and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. that, that is our, uh, yeah. that is our okay. saying. Well, that's, that, I think that's fascinating, you know, how you go about that. And I, I think it's very cool. And I think it's important for people to know that, you know, <laughs> the guy next to me is not going to get hammered no. and throw an axe yeah. at me. Well, you're being assessed several times throughout your stay here. Like, like he said, the door person, like yeah. maybe you came in already. Sure. We've yeah, had yeah, that happen. They're going to be the yeah. first person to assess you. Then, like I said, your chucker instructor is actually your bartender when you think about it, with mm -hmm. a self-serving bar. So that's why we have them ramp certified so that they can say, okay, they're watching you. They're watching your movements, your your, your patterns, are you, you know, your slurring. Yeah. Because right. they're the second. Or are you just acting like a knucklehead and, yeah. hey, it's time right. to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like every like you said, every single person in here is watching. Right. So, yes. That's great. Super. Yes. I'm trying to think, uh, is there something I haven't asked? That you'd like to well check them one out. of the things um i'll hit on and I, I know this was on our sheet is kind of an area that we didn't think about that we're starting to um target i guess i would say is the younger people <laughs> no pun intended yeah, yeah no pun intended is younger people um, right yeah so we are 10 and older uh to enter and to throw okay uh what we're start Again, something we never really thought about in the beginning, but what we're starting to see more of since we've advertised it is we'll have packages for like kids' birthday parties. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, we had talked about this, be, you know, before we came on the podcast is, you know, you're 12 years old, you're 10 years old, 11 years old, whatever, and, and you're in, you know, middle school or elementary school or intermediate school, and all of a sudden it's your birthday. What do you want to do? Well, you can go roller skating. Sure, you can. I mean, there's a lot of fun things to do. I get it. But imagine being the kid <laughs> right. who says, I took all my friends axe yeah. throwing. Right. And look, I have uh, a daughter who's 12. Uh, I know your, your kids are 10 and 8, I believe, 10 and 9. What's his 10th birthday party? They're actually, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, they actually are pretty good at axe throwing. Like, it is I'm, a thing. Yeah, like, yeah. these kids are actually good at it. We've hosted yeah. several um, kids' birthday parties and even, like, Sweet 16 parties. Like, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. And these kids come in and they're taking pictures of themselves mm -hmm. and sending them out to their friends. And it's become a very popular thing. Yeah. I mean, it really has. And one of the other things also is that like, you know, we do have food here, you know, we have small meals and things like that. Nothing crazy. But I think another thing we offer for birthday parties and, and we do a lot of corporate events and things like that is you can bring your own food here. Yeah. So, you know, now your mom and dad and you're going to spend money to have the party here. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you can bring sandwiches or order pizzas or, or right. make stuff at yeah. home. You know, yeah. we it have comes here every week. They just it, walk we have so many food deliveries here for people all the time. 
Um, so I think that's kind of a cool thing too. That is, yeah, very, very much so. And, yeah. that, and it does, as you said, you know, I mean, when you're thinking about, and, and let me backtrack just a second, sure. how you because how you use this place is per person per hour is how you book it. Correct. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How, what is it per hour? Does it matter whether it's you know the day, or time, and so, all that stuff? Yeah. So sure. it's it's uh, thirty dollars for one hour per person, or yeah. fifty dollars for two hours per person. Yeah. Um, that's for axe throwing. Yeah. Um, however, we do allow people just to walk in and hang out. Like we encourage that too. Like come on in, you know, have some drinks, bring some food, have some of our food, whatever. Play the shuffleboard. Like we, we don't want to be. I think that's hard for us to try to break into that as saying because for such a long time it's just been axe throwing. You can't come right. here unless you're axe throwing. Right. We want to tell people, be very clear. Like you're more than welcome to come in. Just kind of a hang. Just hang out. Yeah. Watch yeah. the football and, I mean, game. We on have Sunday. eight TVs. Right, you know? We have a skee ball machine, a punch machine. We have a shuffleboard. We have all sorts of games on, you know, Connect Four and Jenga and all this stuff on our tables. We are starting to get more people now mm -hmm. that are just coming in. We have people who are regulars. They'll come in on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, they come in, they have a few drinks, they play some games. You know, they might extra, they might not. Yep. You know, they may say, yeah, you know, tonight we're just kind of hanging. Yep. Uh, having a good time. They'll Even come in after. and watch people throw axes. They'll meet because, after yeah. work. You know, we all love to people watch, right? So, yeah, so you know, we come after, might come after work and just you know, watch everybody who's throwing and people are starting to meet up here now. And because, and again, because the room also helps. Yeah. You know, like Chuck said, you know, we're a 5,000 square foot building. You know, we're better to come for a happy hour. We can actually fit your whole group of 10 that you work with at a table and you're yeah. not, you yeah. know, kind of crammed in or whatever. And right. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of, it's taking on a, a life of its own that we mm -hmm. probably didn't see in the beginning. Sure. I mean, you're, it's pretty awesome. So you, special events. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I heard or read a post that you guys are doing leagues coming up now. Yeah, yep. we've done leagues. Well, we've done them in the past. And I think every time we've done it, we've changed it a little bit. It's, it's not for like the ultra competitive person. I guess you can if you want to. It's more of like a social thing. Come in, hang out. Yeah. Suck at throwing axes. That's okay. Like we yeah. want you still just to come have fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. But yeah, usually we have uh, leagues maybe once or twice a year. They're a couple weeks long, maybe six mm -hmm. weeks, and people can come in and do that. There's prizes. Usually the prizes are from local establishments right. here in Easton. It could be you know gift card to Third and Ferry. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think last time we did it was a weekly winner. Yeah. So like you might have a bad week or you can't show up that week. It doesn't matter. Um, next right. week you can come with your friends and do right. that. And it is very fun. The atmosphere is fun. Right. You know, that's what it's meant to be. You know, people, like you said, if you could just be the average axe thrower, mm -hmm. it's more about coming and having fun, socializing. It's something to do, you know, during the week when, you know, eh, there's nothing to do. And we, it only runs for six weeks. So it's not something that, like, you're committed to for, you know, eight weeks or, or right. three yeah. months or four months. Yeah. Everybody can pretty much come up with six weeks. And we're kicking around some ideas well, for we some had, things. On, in March, in, in the, well, yeah. the 16th, we're starting trivia here on Thursday. Trivia. From 7 to 9. So yeah. uh, we, will be having, we will be having trivia here uh, starting on March 16th from 7 to 9. So that's new for us. Um, yep. You know, we think it's going to be a hit. Again, pretty big area. fit a lot of people in here. So uh, Sure. Now, your, your regular nights are Thursday through Sunday. Thursday yes. through Sunday, yes. Yeah. Um, Thursdays, uh, we are open uh, 5 to 10, I believe. And then Fridays, it's 5 till 11.45. Saturdays, 2 to 11.45. 
and Sundays one to seven. One to seven. You had that one down. Yeah, I that one he has down. Well, we had we had one to seven on Sundays for the football games. We wanted to make sure that you could see the kickoff, but you could also get home in time after the seven o'clock. Yeah, so the second yes. game was over. But it, it has yeah. taken on, like I said, a life of its own with other things we didn't even think about. So it's been pretty cool. Well, you know, one of the questions I usually like to ask people, and I don't know if you you, you guys have been like shooting from the hip, as you said. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I like to ask is, where do you see yourself in five years? That's, you know, the, oof, the sky is the limit. Well, yeah. You know, I think what a lot of us, like, we go back and forth. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's just focus on making this more efficient. And then those other days we're like, hey, you know what we should do? We should open up like 50 of these. And then, <laughs> you know, yeah. we go back and forth with what we want to do. Um, I'll be honest. We have a really good, we have a good team. We have a good system. I don't think we're ever going to have a perfect, you know, efficient system the way we work. But and I, we have a great landlord. We have yeah. great city we're in. I mean, so many things. I think we the can city, go. yeah, the city, the atmosphere of the city in and of itself is, yeah. is just been fantastic. So I, yeah. I think if we, if we did have other ideas, you know, um, I think we we love being here. Okay, yeah. we love yeah. being in Easton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, we've we met you. I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know, just just when we first started here and, and the EBA and all those things and and whatnot. Right. Um, everybody has been very inviting and helped us in the beginning. And, and uh, it's kind of funny because now that we're four years in the business, as new businesses come in, we get asked questions like, sure. Hey, how, and yeah. I'm like, wow, are we like the, the dad now? Like, you know, you know well, what I mean? It's yeah. just, you, you know what, well, businesses come and go and, you know, I mean, good ideas. I mean, yeah. the entrepreneurship and everything, you know, there's, a, I can't remember what the statistic is, but the, the failure rate for new businesses is amazingly high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, so people who start to last, you know, yes, celebrate yeah. every anniversary you get. Yeah. And yeah. kind of go, yeah, one more year. Yeah. yeah. You and, know, and I think, I, you know, failure just, wasn't ever an option. I think. I think. I truly think that, like, when you when you start a business, a lot of times, I think people fail also because they're not creative enough to think of ways out of this. You know, find a solution to things. I think well, we we've had sticky points where we're like, oh boy, what are we gonna do? And then it's like we rally, ideas pop up. Well, and I bam. think that's that the, the key for you. I mean, one of the keys for you certainly is your support group and it's your ability to yes. have yes. five of you. Agreed. So it's not just an, mm -hmm. a solopreneur Agreed. who's just sitting there thinking, I got to know this all myself. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of the cool things to um, just our experience that we've gone through for the, well, for almost four years now. Um, like when you had mentioned, mentioned like punch out, um, you know, like we, we were actually happy to be at there when they got approved as a business, we were at that meeting cause we were there for something else. And I remember thinking like, wow, what a great concept, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think what's cool is like when people do reach out and they say, Hey, you know, how, how did, you know, how did you get by this? Or, or we have an idea about this. And we just, mm -hmm. you know, we, look, <laughs> we've made so many mistakes. Yeah. You know, please learn from them if you can. If not, whatever. Um, but I, I will say with the whole business community down here, the small business community yeah. um, has been really awesome, really inviting. Um, you know, just everybody who's talked to us and helped us through the through the four years, um, you know, to establish ourselves. Yeah. And it's been, it's just been really cool. Like I will say, this city is really interesting. And it, there's so much room for growth. Yeah. I mean, we could take, we could double the amount of businesses here and I still think everybody would be sitting pretty. Yeah. I think we yeah. need more businesses. We need more things to do. We need more foot traffic. You know, we need right. more, you know. Well, you guys must be looking forward to the changes that yeah, are taking so. place. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, oh, a that giant parking garage is right behind us now. You can come right in the back door. We're set. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
The, but, uh, yeah, there are a lot of changes. But so there's a, the, a potential of a great number more people downtown. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so, I mean, from a, from a business growth perspective, you know, there there yeah. is that out there. But I, you know, I just wanted to. I, it's come up a bunch of times, and it's really interesting because it's exactly how I felt. Is is that when we got here, uh, my wife and I, and we opened Jiva Fitness. Mm -hmm. The you know what I immediately found because I, I wanted to go out and get get to know the business community. Started going to EBA meetings, uh, Eastern Business Association meetings, and the the warmth and support yeah. of the business community was just amazing. I really, yeah. truly. Like I don't. Nobody is fighting against each other. No. no. And I think that's an important concept to be successful in an, in like a city like this. Or I don't care if it's Bethlehem, Allentown, wherever. If you're all going to be together, if everybody else disappears, one business is not going to do great and thrive because it's that one business. Right. Everybody needs everybody else. Right. We want people to come down here. If somebody comes down here for Skeggy's Axe House and then finds, they walk around and they find, you know, punch out games or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, mm -hmm. we're, that's only gonna bring them back for another Absolutely. reason and another yeah. reason like, and I feel like sometimes that's lost where in Easton, I don't feel like that's lost. I feel like that is a huge part of this community is the small businesses stick together, right? Yeah. I mean, look, the festivals, we all are laughing. Like businesses will be bringing us food as we're working and we're giving them a beer and it, it just, I mean, and yeah. some of these people yeah. we just met, yeah. and, we're, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm so-and-so from this place. And we're like, oh, my God, so nice to meet Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's hilarious. East is a big enough city that it can be very lucrative for a lot of people. Yeah. But it's small enough that you have a sense of community within right. the business owners. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not like it's overwhelming. It's not like New York City. Uh, yeah, nobody's trying to cut throat. Everybody's to, you know, trying to see everybody succeed. Right. I, I love that about this place because... Easton has done a lot for us. I mean, they've bent over backwards to help us out when we needed them. Yeah. Um, the yes. local businesses, if I had a question about anything, I feel more than happy calling, you know, Third Ferry to ask a question about how would you go about the solution? And yeah. I'd get an answer from Mike immediately. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean anybody is like, yeah. You need to borrow equipment. I mean, like, everybody's willing to lend a hand because yeah. everybody has stake. Well, I think, and everybody also has been there. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, and, and that's a huge and that's, thing. As you, you were talking about, you know, I mean, it really is. I mean, yes, there are a couple of big mis businesses in Easton, but mm -hmm. for the most part, we're mom and pop. We're, we're, we're yeah. you know, Nobody started off and said, oh, my God, all right, this is awesome. Day one, we opened a door, and we are just booked to the gills, and nobody yeah. can I mean, no, yeah. no, We've all we been all, through our struggles. Yeah, you know, everybody has been through it, you know, and I think that's one of the cool things, too, is like Chuck said, you know, I mean, if whether it's lending equipment, advice, just helping out, like, hey, we, we don't have staff today. Like, okay, well, do you need help for like a day or something? Oh, yeah. You would do that? Share sure, we would. Partners, like Why that, not? Sure. Why not? I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want us all to succeed. It just makes the whole area better. Yes. You know? And that's what you want. And, and just, you know, I'll say this right now is, is you guys are located right down in Center Square, which, which you yeah. know, is the heart we, of the thing. We are so that's, pretty, yeah, pretty fortunate. That's super. And I'll have location. all that information on the, the podcast itself. I'll, sure. have, I'll put all the contact stuff in there. Um, any wrap-ups? Anything? No, I, I mean, as far I as wrap-ups, yeah. as far as well, wrap-ups, it's fun I mean, talking all day with you guys. You know, <laughs> you know I, I will say, um, you know, come give us a try. You know, yeah. I, I think axe throwing, sometimes people are like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Um, so predominantly, we have just some things we have learned in four years. Men, uh, women are better axe throwers than men, just so we know. And that is 100% true. Thing. The guys just want to throw super it is, hard. You are 100%. Yeah. They listen to the instructors, and they do a much better job. Yeah. 67%. Um, our clientele is women. Is women. Is it? Yes. Yeah, that's an interesting. And, yes. uh, you know, I think just in general, because, you know, this is an Easton podcast, is 
Uh, if you haven't been here in a while, uh, come on down. Come yeah, down and yeah. check us out, man. Check Easton out. I, there's a lot to do down here now. A lot, a lot of nice things. So. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys. Yeah, well, thank you, thanks, Mark. Chuck. Thanks. You know, yeah. It's been great having you here. And uh, we're going to wrap it here. All right. Sounds good. Sounds Super. good. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.